to the Next Level Occupational Therapy Podcast. My name is Kara Welke, occupational therapist and creator of the Next Level Occupational Therapy platform. The goal of this podcast is to encourage, inspire, and motivate occupational therapy professionals to level up in their career, whether that be to start a new business, add a side job, and or to figure out how to be more satisfied in their current career. Hope you enjoy the show. Okay, welcome everyone to the Next Level Occupational Therapy Podcast. My name is Kara Welke, occupational therapist and creator of the Next Level Occupational Therapy Platform. The goal of this podcast is to encourage, inspire, and motivate occupational therapy professionals and students to level up in their career, whether that be to start a new business, add a side job, and or to figure out how to be more satisfied in your current career. Thank you for listening to today's show, which is sponsored by our Therapy Business Builder Program, where we are currently helping over 50 healthcare professionals across the United States start the business of their dreams from the ground up. Also, be sure to join our free Next Level Occupational Therapy Facebook group. And for even more support, guidance, and training, be sure to check out our Next Level Visionary Membership Group. My goal is to interview occupational therapy professionals who have started their own business so that you can learn from those that have already been through the process. I'm so excited for all we will learn throughout this journey with the podcast from current occupational therapy entrepreneurs. Today, I'm super excited to have Megan Dooley. She's the owner of Innovative Therapy Solutions and Consulting, LLC, which is located in North Dakota as well. So fellow North Dakotans. Um, Innovative Therapy Solutions and Consulting, LLC, is a mobile clinic that serves people across the lifespan. Megan is currently working full-time at the University of Mary as an assistant professor in the OTD program. She received her master's Master of Science in Occupational Therapy from the University of Mary and her Doctorate of Occupational Therapy from Rocky Mountain University of Health Professionals. She is a certified living in place professional. She is certified in LSBT big as well as hippotherapy. Her passions include working with individuals with neurological conditions, home modifications, and leading groups related to health and wellness for people with chronic illnesses. Prior to teaching, she worked in a freestanding inpatient hospital and was the clinical coordinator at Bravehearts Therapeutic and Educational Center in Illinois, where she assisted in managing the hippotherapy clinic and treated clients a few days a week. She has done research with individuals with Parkinson's disease and their caregivers for four years and has recently started a research project on the impact of a pro bono clinic, um, what that has on students. She's extremely passionate about occupational therapy. She's a lifelong learner and enjoys working with clients of all ages. She currently lives in Mandan, North Dakota, loves the outdoors, spending time with her family and friends, and has a passion for coaching volleyball, which she's currently doing as well. I don't know how you keep it all up, Megan. Um, so I am super excited to have you on the Next Level Occupational Therapy podcast. So let's just start with you telling us all about your current business. 
Yeah, thanks, Kara. Um, so my business is, as Kara said, Innovative Therapy Solutions and Consulting. And I believe what it is today is maybe not what I thought it would be in the beginning, but it is exciting. I am currently serving probably about 10 patients. I don't know. I keep getting referrals, which is great. But as she said, I'm very busy right now. And so as they come in, I'm like, where do they go? Um, I treat patients in their home, as she had said, with a mobile outpatient clinic. And I am seeing my youngest client right now is a 13-year-old that has uh, brain cancer. And so, and all the way up to about 84 years old with dementia. And so I think I had went into this thinking to be primarily older adults, but it has transformed into people with neurological conditions. And that is what is so exciting because that is truly my passion. And I don't know that I ever labeled an age with that. Um, I have done home modification visits for the state of North Dakota. I recently did one for a gentleman in his thirties that has a spinal cord injury and is looking to get a bathroom put in. I assist with maintenance programs for individuals with uh, ALS and dementia, and then do some rehab um, type therapies with other individuals that have TBIs and then also um, a couple people that are currently um, getting treatment for cancer. And so it has kind of transformed into its own thing. Um, I am loving it. I have a couple individuals who want to do contract work with me who are previous students. And that is so exciting to me because I want to educate and make good therapists out in this world and also give them that passion that if you have a passion for something, a dream for something, whether it's peds, adults, hand therapy, that from starting my own business and being involved with um, Kara's company, that if you want to do that, I really do truly believe that the best thing is to do that for yourself and have your own business. And I want to mentor these people um, through their development as therapists, and then hopefully into their own business owners in this world right now. So um, it's just been, it's been so fun. And I have loved every session I have with people and interacting with the community and getting back to treatment again. So that's kind of where I'm at business-wise. That's fabulous. I agree with you. It's, I don't know why, but it's even more rewarding than when working with clients in like, say the skilled nursing facility or outpatient clinic, when you're actually working for your own business and seeing your own clients um, through your own business. It's a very rewarding process. I love that. So, okay. So that sounds amazing. I know you're doing tons of amazing things. Let's jump back. When did you first even think about wanting to start your own business? That's a great question. Uh, it may have seemed like it was in April-ish, but it was actually, oh, I would say probably 20 years old. I knew I wanted to have my own business at 25, 26. I knew I'm aging myself right now, but that's okay. Um, I knew that I wanted to have my own therapy business. And I recall as clear as day talking to an individual who was working at our inpatient hospital, who's doing contract work there, um, for installing different systems and things. And I told this individual, you know, it was nice meeting you someday. I'm going to own my own business. And this person jokingly said, well, if you ever start your own business, give me a call because I'd love to work for you. And I said, but seriously, someday I'm going to own my own business. Um, I think this came from past experience 
being in a huge part of some past experiences running businesses that were not therapy related. And I just really love the creativity you can have with them, the rewards you have with your own business, and then just making it fit to your life instead of your life having to fit to your job. And so that's probably when I first started in April is when I really jumped on the train of this. So it's kind of been a long thing in my brain and came to the front of my brain in April or the end of March. So, so, so let's talk about that because I mean, literally, so it came to your brain in April and I, you signed up with our therapy business builder program in May having having not done anything and you are like crazily booming already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I have not, I think the crazy thing about that is, um, I talked to you on a Saturday. I applied for my LLC that weekend and that Monday I was a business. So I'm not sure it was like a one day turnaround. Um, and then got signed up with you guys and everything, you know, we panic and we feel like, I'm not sure how this is going to go, but everything that has happened really has happened on its own. And I have not been advertising and I've done a few things and I'm like, okay, slow down because I don't know that I have room uh, for these individuals, but I don't want it to slow down either. Uh, it's just trying to make everything fit. But yes, the idea to start was, was kind of spurred on in a very um, not straight line. Uh, I had been contacted by a home modification company or a contract company or contractor company who is looking to get into universal design. And that was a conversation for about a year. And I had reached out to Sue Doyle through a home modification Alliance and had just said, I don't know what I'm doing. Do I have to have my own business or how does this work if I want to help this company? And she referred me to Kara and I'm always going to joke about this, but she's like, I think she's maybe in South Dakota. I think now we all know we're in North Dakota, but it was so sweet because I'm like, well, that's kind of close. And so I had contacted Kara and bless Sue's heart because she said, yes, you need your own company. You can't do home evals through Medicare without being separate from the contract company. Uh, and then it spurred into, I guess I will just do mobile clinic after I found out what that was. And so it went from home mods to kind of this mixture right now of everything. And so I have not niched down yet, um, <laughs> but maybe someday I will. So that's kind of how that all came to fruition. Well, and you obviously don't need to. And, and Megan and I have kind of joked about this, that we're very similar in a lot of ways, um, just with one being from the Dakotas, um, living in the Dakotas, but then teaching and like our businesses have been able to function fairly well and without doing really any marketing or advertising. And it's hard to keep up with it both. Um, and I've been, I finally quit my teaching job last December and I've been telling Megan, she's going to need to be looking at that soon so she can focus solely on her business. Yeah. So so let's talk about um, five tips that you have for people, occupational therapists, occupational therapy students, whoever, occupational therapy assistants, whoever wants to start their own business. Because I will tell you, after having the Therapy Business Builder Program, now it will be one year old in, um, we started October last year, and we started with our first cohort in November. I have talked with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of um, 
PT, OT, speech therapy professionals. And, you know, the majority of them don't take action like you do. Um, and they just kind of wait or think about it. And, and I just think it's amazing how, I mean, you just took action, you jumped on it and how your business is so successful already. So I'm super excited to hear about your tips that you have to share. Yeah. So the first tip, a little bit of background. So people, whether you're a student right now or an OTA student, whatever, I like to just kind of jump back to one. Okay. I'm not married. I don't have extra income. I still have a lot of student loans. I finished up my OTD um, only, gosh, two years ago. So I want to set that stage because we do often go, well, there's bills and there's these things. Um, so making that decision to first take that leap is you have to recognize and do your research as to how much it costs to start it and how much you can make. And so something that I did very quickly after speaking with Kara and even in our discussion, you know, I recognize the value of having assistance with this program first of all, because I understand and know how much it costs to have a lawyer, how much it costs to have uh, policies and procedures put together. So taking that leap um, was not just like, oh, I'm just going to take it, but recognizing that, wow, there's not a lot of startup costs. And if you put your heart and soul into it, my goal was to, you know, just make enough to pay my loan that I took to start my business. And that is $280 a month is all I have to pay for that loan. And if anybody, and I know I'm being very blunt, but that is one session with one client right now for me on Blue Cross Blue Shield. And so for me, it's like, okay, here we go. So step number one is just don't let all of these external bills and things like that stop you. Because what I found is that I took a leap, but I realized very quickly, and I'm only what, five months in, six months in, I have, I'm making money right now. And so do your research, but don't do research so much that you beat your head against the wall. Because if you have faith in yourself um, and you are passionate about it, you can, you can do anything and you can find the right help. And so that would be step number one is just do your research, but please do not let that hold you back because I am not like everyone and no one is the same in this in starting a business, but I have nothing to fall back on, but myself and it can be scary, but what's so rewarding is working for yourself and getting your paychecks and being like, hey, like I could live off of this already after five months. So that would be the first thing. Um, the second thing, trust the process. Um, I would find somebody to help you. I am somebody who is the cheapest human being in the world. You can ask my family, you can, and I've said this repeatedly because it is so true. Uh, there's a funny joke in my family that my nephew is turning out like me. He will not spend a dollar on anything. And so for me to invest in myself and my company, uh, I realized that, and this is why I tried to get going so quickly. I took a loan to start my business and they told me just like any loan, it'll start a month. Okay. So what did I tell myself? You got a month to get a client because you got to start paying that loan because I'm not going to make this business cost me money. That was my, my goal, but man, did it push me. I jumped into this program, um, with Kara and yes, I could have tried to do these things on my own, but how exhausting. And I just, that's not our passion. I don't know anybody passionate about writing policies and procedures. I don't know anybody passionate about sitting on the computer for hours 
filling out Medicare and Medicaid and those type of things. It's not me. I wanted to see patients. Um, so I quickly just pushed myself. And so look at, look at the return on investment, find someone to help you. I can say that that was the best thing I did because I got to start seeing clients and I knew that I had the support to make sure I wasn't doing things illegally um, or unethically or whatever, even, even by just not knowing, like, I don't want to be that person that has Medicare police knocking on my door saying you weren't doing this right. Um, the third thing would just be just get out there and talk. I know that's such a struggle and that can be so hard for people. I literally, first of all, I did the thing they tell you not to do. I contacted physicians and tried to talk to doctors and nope. Every single referral I've gotten is from either just talking on Facebook about who I am. Um, it has come from different associations. So our Alzheimer's Association has referred me two or three clients. Now, case manager, the one case manager just consistently refers me patients from a neurologist in town um, and a physical therapist who has their own outpatient clinic have been my biggest referral sources and also my biggest supporters. And they refer me to people. The individual at the Alzheimer's Association just keeps sending me, like CCing me in emails. This is Megan Dooley. This is her business and I'm not doing anything. So I'm just getting these connections by, by sitting back and, and just talking to people and that's free. It doesn't cost anything but our time. So don't, don't stress about those little things. I'm not computer savvy. I am not internet savvy. I just like to talk. So that's what I do. Um, and, and taking the time to attend different events that could benefit you, but benefit people getting to know who you are and trusting you. Um, I'm probably at four or five. Uh, four is that you do have to get dedicate time to say this wasn't exhausting at times. It is. You have to have a sense of not immediate gratification. It's going to be tough some days. It's going to be hard. You're going to get frustrated. Um, an example of that is I applied for other networks to be a network with other insurances. Medicaid was a beast. And I kept getting email after email saying, but you didn't do this right. And you didn't do that right. And for our state Medicaid, no ding to them. But every time you resubmit something, you actually have to resubmit all paperwork, not just that section. So did I lose hope sometimes that I would ever get this done? Um, yes, but I kept, you have to just keep going. And the client I saw a week ago through the state, it broke my heart that it took me that long to get up there, but I got to get up to that client. And it was so rewarding to know that um, I could help somebody in such a rural area, a rural part of our state that has not had any help in 11 years with their home, has been sponge bathing at the age of 30 for 11 years. Um, and so what was two months of my hard work to get in with the state to be able to go do that? So and then finally, just love it and embrace it and have fun with it because you get to be the navigator of your ship. You get to decide what you do um, and you get to make it your own. And I think that's what's so wonderful. I, initially, I was like, oh, I, I should try to do what Kara's doing because I feel like she's really good at whatever she's doing. But then I realized I'm me and we're, she's a great mentor and a great person and a great everything, but you know what? I'm going to do me. And that's the best thing because if I'm not myself, if I'm not authentic with who I am, it's not going to work out. And so the fact that you listen to different things that say niche down, find your niche, 
I don't know that Karen itches down either. I think she's in the same boat as me, but we are a state, which is very different than New York, Florida, some of these other places that are much bigger um, populations. For us to niche down, it may be a disservice in our state because we have such a rural community and such a lack of resources for small areas, for rural areas. And so we do naturally as OTs in this area wear many hats. And I think that keeps us going. But yes, be yourself. And I don't know, that's kind of my list. It would just be invest in yourself, um, know it's hard work, find that passion, be, be yourself, um, and just go for it, I guess. I love it. Everything you said was, was wonderful. And more reasons why we're alike, because we both like to talk. Um, and I love your talk on that you are, I would say frugal, right? You said you were frugal. I'm the same way. I mean, we went to Las Vegas and I was mad when I spent $9. Okay. I mean, I don't like to spend money. I was the one that would search for a motel room for days to find the best price, the best value. Um, but another thing like what you said is when you took out the loan and you, you were like, you were going to get your first client in a month. That's the same thing. Like I signed up for Greg Todd's mastermind program and you know, that's a $30,000 mastermind program, but nothing made me work harder than signing up for that and paying for that because I was like, I am going to get my money back in as fast of time as possible. Um, and then put that all to good use. So it's kind of funny that we're both kind of frugal, um, cheap, but yet we finally realize the importance of investing in ourselves in order to get us where we need to be. So that's fabulous. Um, so I just have a couple other questions for you. Um, so I was recently saw this post in another group um, for a fairly new therapist that wanted to start her own business. And someone in the group said, no, you need to get more experience first, um, was her recommendation. What's your thoughts on that? I can share my thoughts, but just curious on your thoughts since you do teach students. Yeah. So I, I love that question. And I often get that even from students who are going into traditional work. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, starting a business. What I believe personally as an educator, that we should put a bigger emphasis in our programs on how to start a business, just like on how to be a therapist. Because especially as an OT, because I am an OT, I think we are authentic and we want to have that autonomy and that ability to do what we feel is um, best for ourselves and our clients. And I think we're the best therapists we can be when we're doing what we love the most. I think the best feedback is you need to have a mentor and you should have a mentor and have connections. And any therapist, whether you've been doing it for one year or 25 years, should never be too proud to reach out for help, whether it's what do I do with this client or how do I navigate this, this insurance or, you know, different situations. So I think we shouldn't hold back um, individuals. I just, I just truly believe that we all need mentorship to some degree. And the thing that I have told the people that are working with me, you guys, they're only out six months. They'll come up on a year here in the spring and they have both signed up to work with me because I'm offering mentorship on 
you know, what are some good assessments? Let's talk after you meet with the client and what should we do? Because I don't want to hold them back. And I think they're capable individuals to do a great job, but they also recognize the need of this might be some new territory. So let's just have conversations or be part of Facebook groups to help navigate situations. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about that, I guess, is I say go for it, but recognize that you need the support of, of your therapy community to really succeed and thrive. So, yeah, I think that's a great answer because I agree with you um, that you shouldn't be held back just because you just graduated or have only been out one or two years. I personally think that our school needs to shift towards teaching students how to work for yourself versus how to apply for jobs with someone else. I mean, why aren't we teaching people right out of school how to start building your own business and working from yourself from day one? Um, and I guess I've, I have seen successful therapists that have started their practices right out of school or just a one or two years later, um, as well as a lot of people I've interviewed over the last year have talked about one thing they wish was that they would have started their own business sooner. Um, I know I was in that boat. I wish I would have started it a long time ago whether, rather than waiting until when I did. Um, and I'm really excited. We have, and this is kind of a different scenario. Um, we currently have a student that um, was an occupational therapy assistant for seven years. Um, and she's just finishing her OT degree. Um, but she's currently doing her level two field work um, and she's starting her own business already as a level two field work student. So I think that's pretty darn awesome. Um, and also how about, I mean, I know you teach in an OTD program, but another thing close at my heart is just occupational therapy assistance and so forth in that they can start their own business and there's a variety of options for them. What are your thoughts, you know, with like occupational therapy assistants that want to start a business? I think that that is also great. I think, I, I think it's great all the way around. I loved hearing your ideas and I have sat in on some of like the OTA options for businesses and how to navigate this environment currently. Hopefully we can all fight for a little more autonomy for OTAs to go into the homes and see clients, but we're not there right now. Um, but I actually just recently talked to um, somebody in the community about that option of going and helping with some of those maintenance program or some of those, um, not maintenance programs, but what am I saying? Like home programs, yep. you know, after we discharge them also getting out there and starting a business where you can go in and do some of these health and wellness in the communities would be huge, huge. I think that is an amazing thing. And to get, you know, tied up or hooked up with senior centers, whatever your passion is. Um, the Parkinson's group is a passion near and dear to mine here right now in the Bismarck area. But many of the facilities I work with want to continue what I've been doing with them on their own with their own professionals. Well, I think that would be a great place for an OTA currently to step in and pull that occupational therapy mindset into it. Um, and so I think there's so many creative ways we could get those people out seeing clients and hopefully our profession can work towards a more holistic ability for these people to get into the home. And, and even if, you know, my wish is that 
you know, do you work with an OTA who maybe has their own business, but you do the eval and refer them on and there we go. And it's just this nice fluid system. So. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so very much for jumping on and sharing your experience. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we go on today? I just appreciate everything and I love this adventure right now. And if anyone ever has questions, please, like Carrie said, put it in the box and I would love to answer any questions. I'm kind of an open book. I mean, I've already kind of talked about cost of things and I don't care is an open book, but I don't really hold anything back, whether it's a struggle or the successes, because it hasn't been perfect and it's not always pretty, um, but it's been so worth it and I wouldn't change it for anything. So thank you for having me today, Kara. I appreciate that. And all the all the things you've subjected me to in the last five months has been wonderful. So, And now it just made me think of one last thing. So you and your sister have been doing something together. Yeah. So this has brought my sister and I closer as well professionally as she is an interior designer and we are trying to navigate that. She actually lives in California, but we have been collaborating on home modification designs for people. And she has a huge passion for working with people with disabilities and making things more universally designed because of her own experiences um, in her younger 20s with a boyfriend who was in an accident and had a spinal cord injury and just navigating being a young individual and not having access to things. So we have been, we've done a couple videos um, it's gotten so busy lately and she's had some things come up, but we are working with one of my clients' moms to help them design a home that is more universally designed for her and her family as her son navigates changes in his health and, you know, abilities and things like that. And so that has been just a blast to sit back and watch her and how we can collaborate on that. So it's a joy. And I know you've been doing some live Facebook streams and so forth. And I think it would be beneficial for a lot of people, um, especially those that want to do like the home mods, universal design and so forth. Where could they watch that at? Um, yeah, that is on my innovative therapy solution consulting page. You can look me up if you want to for Megan Dooley, just on Facebook. And then I can always, you know, there's access from there, but yeah, that is my group page right now. And, um, and then just always ask, and I am always open to hopping on Zoom with people to answer questions as I feel that's a very intimate way to talk and get to know people. Um, and Kara knows this too, just from jumping on. She didn't call me on a phone call. We got on Zoom and just like we build stuff with our clients, it's nice to build that trust and relationship with each other. So if anyone wants to do that, I'm always open to talking and chatting and helping. So well, and I know I said we were done, but everything you say keeps reminding me of one thing, but that is so true. Megan is so helpful. Um, and her mom has been a big part of her business as well, right? Yeah. So my mom worked in a bank for like 15 years and then she's done administrative assistant work and she's done all sorts of things. And so we need to get that email to you, but yep. she <laughs> is, um, my mom is an obsessive person about organization and what has taken me a lot of hours. She doesn't know this, but I've tried to organize all of my billing and those things. My mom did in about three hours 
and has also been screenshotting and taking pictures of how to do um, your billing and consolidating all of your super bills at the end and making sure your money is where it's supposed to be. And so she has taken that role on and she likes it. So I don't want to touch it. Um, and so she continues to organize my stuff for me um, in a way that I was getting really stressed because a lot of money has been coming in. Yay. But I just like, how do I keep track of all of this while trying to work and coach and see clients? So mom's doing that. And so hopefully we can share that with everyone because it has been helpful. And she likes to leave paper trails for herself so that if she ever has to ask for help, she can just ask herself because she's done all of the directions on when we first went through it together. So it's been great. Yeah. And that's another thing what I love about our therapy business builder program is we have awesome people like Megan um, who have created different systems that have worked very well for them. And they're, and she's super willing to help all the other therapists um, learn what techniques works for her. Cause you know, we all have something different that works for us. So um, that's awesome as well. So Thank you, Megan. I will let you go. I know you have a busy day. So thank you everyone for watching. I will put um, the links to Megan's information um, in the podcast so you guys can find her easily. Um, and let's continue to level up. Next Level OTs, we'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to today's show, which is sponsored by our Therapy Business Builder Program where we help healthcare professionals start the business of their dreams from the ground up. Also, be sure to join our free Next Level Occupational Therapy Facebook group. And for even more support, guidance, and training, check out our Next Level Visionary Membership Group. Time to level up, occupational therapy professionals.